Welcome to the Morning Star Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. My apologies, y'all. <clears throat> this woman was late with breakfast, taking her sweet ass time and when I'm on a schedule, but she don't give a she don't give a damn. Yo, <clears throat> shout out to Dolomite kicking it off early. Thank you for the super chat, bro. Yes, right. Let's start the show off right. That's right. Now, this is going to be a kinder, gentler show because this is a very sensitive topic, and I don't want Sky Daddy YouTube to strike it down or age restrict it or demonetize it. So I'm going to be as respectful and as courteous to this topic and those that um, that um, this topic applies to or those that may feel feel attached to this to a certain extent. So I'm going to be as nice as I can and be respectful as possible to, to you know, everybody. Kayana's in the house. <clears throat> Zakiba's in the house. So my usual suspects, all my, <laughs> all my crimeys. <laughs> we in the house, we in the house. Smile G's, Club Fortune. I'm sorry I'm late. It's really not my fault. It's her fault. This woman knows I have a schedule. And I try to stick to it, you know, to do good by you guys. This moment, she's... Comes and goes as she pleases, you know. It's like, well, you know, she'd be like, well, whenever it gets started, bro. I'm like, all right, bro. Uh-oh, Ty City got. This is not the uncut underground, bro. I want my ads. I want my AdSense money, bro. Yeah, weapons. Everybody stand down on this one. Everybody stand down. Being nice is how it starts. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna try to be respectful because you know a lot of people are sensitive and will use emotions either for or against to to make their points. But <clears throat> well, let me get right into it. First things first. I like. Let me say this. I like Armand Wiggins. I really do. I think he's a genuine person, right? I think he means well. Um. From what I can tell, the industry has not corrupted him to a, to a certain extent. I think he means well. He has a good spirit. And um, I, I thoroughly enjoy his banter. Not all of it, but when I do watch him, I can sit and watch him. You know what I'm saying? Especially if, if it's topics that somewhat interest me, whatever the case may be. But <clears throat> I think last week he spoke on the Zaya Wade. And I felt he was wrong. Matter of fact, and it's not that I feel. I know he's wrong. What he says is wrong because, from for one, you're speaking from a narrative of the minority. Let's be honest. You know, wh- whatever numbers you want to fl- inflate for the gay population, it's still less than 10% of the world. Okay? We just hit 8 billion people last week. How many 
how many how many people out of eight billion are legitimately gay? Okay, and that's with all the food tampering, water tampering, air tampering. You know what I'm saying? Uh, social media programming. Out of eight billion in this plant on this planet, how many are legitimate? Like atrazine frog gay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about oh I, you know I was drunk or he made me mad or you know just I just wanted to see what it's like on the other side. No, 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 no. How many out of eight billion are legit gay? <clears throat> so you're already speaking from the minority position. But we're gonna pick apart what he said. <clears throat> and then on top of that, you don't have any children. This is what bothers me more than anything. <laughs> I personally feel if you don't have any children, you have no right. Or your opinion on how people should raise their children really doesn't matter. Now, I know there's people that have taken on, have adopted cousins and nieces and nephews, and you become the surrogate mother or father. That's cool, but at the end of the day, you're not a, you never had the experience of being a parent. Do you understand? Being a parent hits a little different, okay? Because let's be honest, parents don't get paid to raise their, their children. Adopted parents get paid to raise their children. I say real parents don't get paid by the state or the government or some government agency to raise their children. Adopted parents do. How many adopted parents would turn the kids back in if the state said, we're not going to fund you to help because you want, you want to do the right thing. You should not be rewarded by the state uh, through tax induced uh, programs to fund you doing the right thing. How many adopted parents would still be adopted parents if the checks stopped coming? All right. So there's a few points that, Armand clearly shouldn't, has lost, in my opinion, if this was a debate, he'd lose the debate, and he'd lose it badly. So we're going to go over what he said in regards to Zaya, and then he interjects his own, says, once again, when you start interjecting your own personal anecdotes, it's like, nah, now you're speaking from a personal um, position, and that doesn't always work, because that's a personal issue. So he somewhat injected his own personal issues with his father into the Zaya, Zaya Wade situation, that's not going to work. But you know what? <clears throat> let me uh, let me acknowledge everybody's comments <clears throat> before we get into this. We all fall short of the glory. God, I can't, I can't stand you. That's <laughs> a mess. Ariane, hey, Mojo's in the house. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <clears throat> and then, like I said, no diss to people that have taken on the the responsibilities of, of taking on cousins, nephews, nieces, you know, adopting them. That's, that's commendable, you know, as one should, I guess. But like I said, watching the hair come out of, of her fucking vagina is a game changer. You understand? Watching the hair come out of a woman's vagina, and I'm speaking for a man, is, is a game changer. Ladies, you know what the feeling when that hair come out of your vagina and the doctor hands you your, your, your little creation, it hits a little different. And I'll I be damned if you're going to sit here and tell me as somebody that watched the, uh, the head of a child 
come out of a, of a vagina or you watch the head come out of your vagina, you're going to sit here and tell me you're going to give the same points and respect and courtesy to somebody who never went through it. You're going to sit here and be like, you know what, yeah, you have a valid point. You've never experienced it. You don't know what it's like. It hits different. I'm sorry. All right. I don't care if you raised your niece for 20 years. It, it, you didn't create anything. You just took over somebody's lease payments. You just took over the mortgage payments. Respectfully. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> shout out to everybody that's in the chat. Like I said, I will, I will try to be as respectful and as cordial as possible. I almost fainted when I saw my niece come out. I believe it. <laughs> but I, I want everybody. It, it, once again, you have this, you have the gay point of view, and then you have the non-gay point of view. The gay point of view is the minority. Sorry. And then they always tend to interject their own personal pain and issues that they had because they were gay and try to convince everybody, well, this is how it is. And this is why. No, 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 no. That's not how it works, sir. That's not how that works. So let's get into it. Let's pull up Armand Wiggins. And we're going to pick this thing apart once again. I like Armand. I do enjoy his content and his banter. But in this instance, he's dead ass wrong for two reasons, for three reasons. Reason number one, you are not a parent. Reason number two, your position is of the minority. And number three, you interjected personal pain and trauma into your arguments. And we all know in debates, personal anecdotes don't count. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So let's go ahead. I can't with this guy. I can't with this guy. Nick's in the house. I have no idea who I'm on with. Oh, but you will. <laughs> oh, but you will. All right, let me pull him up. Let me pull him up. Let me pull him up. Like I said, he's, you know what I'm saying? As long as you don't take him too, too serious. Like he's, he's, he has a lot of fun moments. He's funny to me. I, I, I you know, like I said, I have no issue. I like the guy, you know, but this is where skewed life experience comes into play and you can tell by what, how he, let's, I'll just let him speak on it. And I didn't understand it. that. Okay. Now, now here, here's the tea. Now I want you girls to brace yourselves because this is the part of the show that, you know, some of you guys might feel some type of way. Okay. You guys might feel a way um, about this because we, but we are going to make this a topic today. Okay. Um, the way, way, Zaya Wade and uh shoo, what's that lady name? Um my God. It's something interesting. Uh yes, Nick, he is sugary. Yeah, he's he is open and honest about his proclivities. And but once again, it's when their argument is always sexuality based, and it's like that's the wrong approach if you're gonna try to take on people that don't live their lives based on sexuality, right? So for, for those that are, that are non-gay, we don't live our lives based around our sexuality. We just are what we are and we function and we go on about our business. Those that identify solely based off sexuality, that's the problem. And then um, 
after we pick this apart, I want to talk a little bit about de- the, de- the, the detransitioning m- movement that's gaining more and more steam. Nick and Kerry broke this down way better than I could, but the underground, the, the underground swelling of detransitioning um, post-ops, pre-ops is increasing, and the media is trying to really silence the ever-growing numbers and horror stories of those that are choosing to detransition. This is another point that Armand fails to address in him trying to push how he sees this situation should go. Once again, this is where his life, limited life experience fails him in this department. All right? So once again, let's go in and pick this thing apart like you know how we do. Siobhan. 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 Siobhan Funches, okay? So long story short, okay, this is pretty much what the T is. The mom is a Christian mom. She feels like she does not want Zia Wade's gender changed and name changed right now. She wants Zia Wade to wait till she's 18 to have that name change and gender change, I guess, on her ID and birth certificate, whatever. Okay. She feels as though that um, Dwayne Wade is pressuring Zaya to do these things and exploiting Zaya for financial gain. And he's continuing to push this narrative so that she can continue um, getting these brand deals. As you know, Zaya Wade just had a huge brand deal, I think, with Tiffany's. Let me, let me see if I can pull it up. Zaya Wade, Tiffany. Hold on, let me see. And let me just say this real quick. The religion thing plays a part in it. I'll get, I'll, I'll, I'll come, we'll address that. But also, y'all remember when Savan was going through her issues with D. Wade, she didn't help her narrative. The optics on her were really, really bad because we didn't know the background story. All we, all we remember was her trying to pick it outside of the courthouse. Okay. A lot of us remember her, our first encounters with Savan was her outside the courthouse picketing and we were like look at this crazy bitch here this woman's crazy hell yeah give Dwayne Wade the kids because this woman is obviously crazy she didn't help her case way back then and so for those that are old enough to remember their situation that that image of her holding up the 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 sign in front of the courthouse and we were like yeah Dwayne needs to have those have those boys all right, so she didn't help way back then. All right, and it wasn't until years, years later, then we saw what D Wade was up to. You know, now it's it's like it's too late now. Like the damage has already been done. You know, but let's continue. Let me see if I can pull it up. Okay, here's her Tiffany's collab. Let me pull it up. She had a deal with Tiffany's. Let me see if I can pull up the the Tiffany's photos. There was another one recently too. I don't remember exactly what it was, but this is her one um, with the Tiffany's collab. Okay, she looked sickening. Okay, this is Zayaway Tiffany's. Okay, um, and the people are feeling such a way. So, it, so the mom feels like you know you're exploiting my daughter. Oh, this is the uh, one of the most recent ones too. You're exploiting her. Oh, this is Mew Mew. This is Mew Mew right here, okay? So this is uh, at the Mew Mew show. Diaway makes her front row launching uh, at Mew Mew. She looks sickening, baby. She's eating it, okay? Um, 
And so the mom feels like, girl, you're exploiting Zaya. You're exploiting our daughter. And I don't like this for these brand deals. Okay. And so Dwayne Wade has responded. Okay. So he pretty much says, um, since this must be a new way of parenting, I guess I have to address these allegations here, which is a damn shame. Okay. Um, in her legal, um, uh, this isn't a game for my family and, and definitely not for Zaya. He wrote, this is her life. Okay. Um, Siobhan has decided to pretty much be an absent parent to Zaya all on her own. He wrote, I will not sit on my hands this time and allow her to make a mockery of my dedication to my family. All right, listen, let me just say this. So for those that have followed the case, between Dwayne and his former baby, his former baby mama, y'all do know the courts basically did a reverse, right? You know how the women has full custody, you know, and it, it, this is it's the situation in the reverse. So Dwayne didn't have to follow up with regular visitation with her, like he it's it's the complete reverse, right? So when when Dwayne says, "Well, you chose to be an absentee parent," that's not the case because if y'all y'all if y'all follow this case. Y'all know for the last four or five years, Savon has been begging and pleading for anybody to help her get another court date to to revisit the judgment against her in, in regards to the custody because she knew or she saw firsthand what he was turning the boy into. So this is completely in reverse. <laughs> you know what I mean? So let's continue. Don't worry, he's going to give his opinion on this, and I'm, this is where I want to kind of, you know, chop his head off for it. For it. Okay. Um, the high road has run out of real estate. So he pretty much is like, girl, screw her. She hasn't even been in Zaya's life. She doesn't even go to, you know, she doesn't go to therapy sessions. She doesn't go to... Um, she doesn't go anywhere. She doesn't go to the to the recitals. She doesn't go to graduations. She doesn't go to games. She's just an absentee parent. She has not been around in Zaya's life for years, okay? Okay, now let's be honest. What parent, what non-custodial parent is going to sit there and go to all the high school events literally watching their child impersonate a young female? I'm not going to go... If I, you know, that's like me having a son and I'm a non-custodial parent. And do I look like I'm going to go to a girl's basketball game because my son identifies as a girl? Are we seriously right now? Or that's what we're, that's what we're doing? Because if you don't, you're not, you're labeled a non-supportive parent, right? Okay. Yeah, that's right. Club fortune. She was legit. She handled it all wrong. Exactly. The optics on, on her were bad huge just bad right i don't think there's not too many men in this modern day and age that will just openly go to if they had a son and decide to transition they're not custodial parents and they're gonna go to all the all the girly events because and sit there and watch their their son identify as a girl through the four years of high school are you kidding me <laughs> are we are we for real like i'm not the fuck right and these be the same white girls that be like, wait a minute, we're getting our asses kicked by these, these men that want to play girls. We don't, there's no, the competition's not, you know what, let me go. 
Sandy Hook comes to see here you go. Ty City gonna be the reason I don't I don't get monetized for this. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Wade has had custody of Zaya for over ten years at this point, and now she here she is coming out saying that you know he's exploiting Zaya Wade. She been saying this once again. This is where Armand gets it wrong because Armand I don't. He's wrong. I'll just say that. Now, some people are also saying that she has a Christian podcast that she's trying to promote. That's something different. But anyway, I'll say this to say that. That was my follow for the follow. Wendy Williams, like, girl, what? That doesn't even make sense. But anyway, here's, here's, here's my thoughts on it. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people have had, you know, their thoughts on it. I don't see anything wrong with um, her doing the name change. Um, she's 15 years old at this point when I was 15 and I know when a lot of us were 15, but you know what? Your 15 is not his 15. And at the end of the day, legally, legally, the parents are still responsible for your decisions until you become 18, right? Outside of the sexuality, um, the sexual agenda. Outside of the hormone taking and all this stuff that they allow these children to have access to, outside of the sexual-based agendas, you're still considered a minor, you're underage, you don't have any rights, you can't do shit until you're 18. That's, we're, we're on the same page, right? Outside of the sexual-based agenda that, that they have for the children, anything outside of that, you can't do nothing until you turn 18. Doesn't matter how you grew up. How you grew up is not how he is growing up. Once again, you're conflating the issues. This is where he interjects his own personal traumas and issues into this man, into this young boy's narrative. This is a, this is, you don't do this. In a, it's not even a debate at this point. But let's continue. Let's continue. We understood what was going on for the most part. Yes, you're, you're a teenager, but you're not a kid, okay? You're not six seven eight nine you know what i mean you're 15 you know at 15 at 15 there was girls pregnant at my school okay okay who didn't go to high school and didn't see pregnant girls at 15. this is a poor argument a weak argument once again armand i i fucks with you but you're a dead ass wrong please don't strike me bro fair use bro is this all it is this uh, you know it's a friendly sparring session but you're dead ass wrong on this please sir okay there was people sleeping around having kids at 15 okay but did that make them parents yes or no okay when you saw a pregnant 15 14 16 year old did you automatically think you know they're gonna be great parents she's gonna be a great mother no you're like ooh, girl mm, mm, life gonna be hard for you life gonna be rough for you <laughs> you ain't gonna be able to walk the stage with us right you're gonna have to get a job, huh? You're gonna have to get a job and, and work forever. Yeah. Okay, come on. And at 15, you know, for the most part, if you're gay or not, you know if you wanna be trans or not, you could see it. Now, I get that's debatable, y'all. Come on, we all, listen, now in this day and age, the gender fluid thing, I could, I, I could, I'll give him that point with today's youth. Okay, I'll give him that point with today's youth. Our youth, nah, you you pretty much, 
You know what I'm saying? We knew the we knew the little sweet ones. They were always sweet, and and when we go back and visit them, they're still sweet to this day. It wasn't no this this gender hopping back and forth. But one day I feel like I'm I'm, I'm gonna be the dude. Tomorrow I wanna be with a girl. It wasn't none of that gender hopping back and forth with our youth as it is with today's youth. There was no sexual gender fluidity back then. This is this is another weak argument. Cause he grew up in a, a day and age where that's when you started seeing the gender shit coming in. It where some people are gonna say, "Well, she's too young. She's too young." But I, she's too young. But if, as long as they're not doing reassignment surgery, Zaya doesn't even have boobs or any of that. She wants to change her name, change the girl's name. If but the boy's already on hormones. This is the path that's laid out. The path is to get the gender reassignment surgery. That is the ultimate end goal. What did, did we miss something? All my old heads. That's the path. That's the end goal. That's the, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. The end result is gender reassignment surgery. What is he talking about? Right? If you want to change it later on down the line, if she decides, okay, I, wa I want to go back to being whatever boy name she was, she can go and do that. But if you want to change the name, change the damn name and change the gender. If that makes you feel good, great. How do you know that Zaya doesn't feel comfortable going, you know, she feels more comfortable going to meetings, going to games, going to doctor's appointments, and they're able to call her Zaya Wade. She doesn't have to see this, you know, birth name, this boy name, on her ID. I know many transgender people that do not want to be recognized by their boy name. Okay. Gee, I wonder why. Because then people will find out they're not a woman. So we practice deception and trickery and manipulation. Okay. Do y'all see where, do you see where he's going with this? Do you see why this is a problem? Okay, they call it their dead name. Okay, it's not that's not who they are. It's a rebirth, and I feel like they're doing the transition with Zaya very. You know, they're doing it well, and I don't think that um, Dwayne Wade is exploiting his child. You know, if you have a child and, and, and brands want her, Zaya looks damn good. First of all, so it's not just like oh, yeah, oh my god. I just want y'all to take in everything that he's it's the it's the mindset that Armand presents and not his thought pattern, but the thought pattern of the minority. Okay? The minorities have to convince the majority they have bigger numbers than what we already know. Okay. There's nothing good looking about a young boy that is clearly trying to impersonate a young lady. I don't give a fuck how much he eats or how much he slays. Okay, but then I guess you could call me a dinosaur at this point, right? But hey, until I close my eyes, you know what I'm saying? Me and me gonna be like, Daddy don't, Daddy didn't play. Don't, Dad was like, mm -mm -mm. you know, that, that that old school sensibility that we see dying off every day. Oh, she's a tranny. Let's put her on Mew Mew. No, she looks good. She's a model. It's no different than if you had a biological daughter. And you put her in a Tiffany's commercial or a what is not Tiffany and Mew Mew geared towards who, who is Tiffany and Mew Mew geared, geared towards?
What is their base demographic? Is it men or women? Is it men or women? Is Tiffany's and Mew Mew geared towards young women or young men? Because I don't see any any girls looking like young men in Mew Mew. All right? Okay. So I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Your boy is your boy sounds crazy right now. I like Armand, but nigga, you are you going to eat this L and this dumb shit you talking, bro. Okay, it's geared towards women. Let me run it. Let me run it back real quick. I, I don't want anybody to miss anything. Let's go. And you put her in a Tiffany's commercial or mute. Okay, here we go. Going to games, going to Dodgers appointments, and they're able to call her Zaya Wade. She doesn't have to see this, you know, birth name, this boy name. On her ID. I know many transgender people that do not want to be recognized by their boy name. Okay. They call it their dead name. Okay. It's not, that's not who they are. It's a rebirth. And I feel like they're doing the transition with Zaya very, you know, they're doing it well. And I don't think that um, Dwayne Wade is exploiting his child. You know, if you have a child and, and, and brands want her, Zaya looks damn good, first of all. So it's not just like, oh, she's a tranny. Let's put her on Mew Mew. No, she looks good. She's a model. It's no different than if you had a biological daughter and you put her in a Tiffany's commercial or a Mew Mew ad. Is that exploiting? It would be no different if Zaya Wade was, I don't know, John Wade. So you're saying that had Zaya not come to be and he was just Zion, he couldn't get ads as a boy and whatever boy geared ads company ad exec companies whatever the case may be so um the exploitation argument is weak because once again his point is the mama is accusing the daddy of exploiting their transitioning son it's the fact that he is transitioning that is being exploited I don't understand how Armand does not understand this, but then I'm, I have to listen and look at Armand. His, posi his position is that of the minority. Okay. Yeah. That he's a, Dwayne is exploiting the fact that his son is transitioning without it. There's no story. There's nothing to exploit outside of that. You're just the son of an NBA superstar. It's the transitioning part that gets everybody hooked and brought in. That's the exploitive part about it. Once again, my man makes a pretty piss poor argument. And, but let's continue. And then he had a Nike deal, you know, a Jordan deal, a Supreme deal. You know what I mean? Is it at, at that point, is, would Dwayne Wade be exploiting his son? And, and you know, and if you ask me, if you say yes, well, if, if I'm Zaya Wade, exploit me. I'd rather you exploit me than sit up here and torment me because here's okay. Here's where it gets personal. Here's where it gets personal. Let's go. The bottom line. And this is just my opinion. These are just my thoughts. The mom is not mad about the mom is not mad about, you know, Oh, the name change, exploiting the money, the this, that, the third. No, you're mad that your daughter, your son is now your daughter. You don't want a gay child. And you damn sure don't want a transgender child. And now 
in your Christian family, in your Christian belief, and in your church, you have to go now and see your daughter on the cover of Tiffany ads, Mew Mew ads, and being plastered all. Let me stop. Because, <laughs> boy, 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 listen, I, I told you going to just where you interject the personal part of it. I'm with you, Nick. This is grooming talk. Yes. Where you at? Yes. Spiritual journey. This is groom talk. This is how groomers talk. I'm not accusing him of being a groom, but this is how groomers talk. Yeah, this is how, you know what I'm saying? Like what? This is, yeah, this is what it is. This is groom talk. So let's continue. All up, and you don't want to see it because that goes against your religion and your God. You don't give a damn about waiting until Zaya is 18. Because at 18. Once again, he misspeaks because if he had been following Savan, like we all been, this woman's been fighting for years. And once that judge banged the gavel, she never stopped fighting for the boy. Or all, actually, all, all the other boys too. It wasn't just. It wasn't just Zion she was fighting. She was trying to get all the boys away from him. That's people keep forgetting that part. It wasn't just the one. She's trying to get all three back. All right. So for him, to, once again, he didn't do the due diligence. He's not well, well versed in the history between Dwayne and Savon. She never stopped fighting. And she's trying to get all the boys back. Not just Zion. But Zion is the most susceptible one. Obviously the, the most easily moldable. And you see the oldest boy ain't never in the family pictures. But that's another story for another day. Let's continue. Then that's going to be another story. So if I'm Zaya Wade, I don't want to live with my mama that can't come see me. Can't come support me. Hold on. I don't want to go to none of that. Hold on. Hold on. I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to hear your advice because... Me being trans or not, or me wanting a gender reassignment or whatever the case may be, should not stop you from being a present parent. Once again, now, I'm from the old school. If I live with my parents, it's my parents' rules. If my parents say no girls in the house, guess what? No girls in the house. If my parents say um, all that crazy music you listen to, you, I bet not catch you listening to it. Okay, fine. I'll sneak and listen to it when you're not here, when you're asleep. All right. Um, even if you feel like you want to be something different, then I would understand, well, you know what? I'm a, I gotta, I'm just gonna have to wait until I get out of this man's and this, this woman's house. You, as a child, when did, I'm trying to figure out when did children have rights? Children have privileges, but when did children have rights? Once again, the, the sexual agenda is crazy. So children have sexual rights. Right. The government has given children sexual rights. But no other rights outside of that. Right. So if you're going to free oppressed children, then you give them rights across the board for everything, not just sexual rights. So as a child, as I once was, I understood I had no rights. I only have privileges. Okay, Armand is not dumb. He should. He knew as growing up as a child, he only had privileges. He had no rights. And now 
as a parent, I firmly believe my child has no rights. <laughs> Only the privileges that I allow or take away. Armand does not have children. This is where I this is where I get perturbed when I hear non non creating people that have not created a child. This is where they lose me. Because every every person has an idea of how the child should be raised, and this and this and that. And then when you ask them, Well, do you have any children? They say no. Well, get the fuck out of here. Your opinion's not warranted. Nobody asks for your opinion. You don't even, you don't even understand the burden of be, what being a parent carries. Okay, you can play auntie, right? But when auntie get tired, or when auntie wanna fuck on her nigga, or when auntie wanna drink her wine, a bottle of wine by her goddamn self, guess what auntie does? Hey sis, hey, I'm ready to return your kid. I, I got some things going. I'm trying to do some things. My nigga coming over in about an hour. Is that okay? I know I said I was going to keep him for the weekend, but, you know, dick is more important. Okay? So when you get done playing auntie, you, you quickly give that child back. Or when the child acts out because they're having issues at home that you're not aware of or you didn't pick up on signs and signals, and you're like, what's going on with this child? Why is this child acting up in my house? I'm the auntie. I'm not her mama. You want to get a motherfucking pack? You, you, you give it back quick, fast, in a hurry. <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying? All these goofball-ass niggas down the street with no kids. Always want to tell everybody how they should do with kids. You know? Uh, Edward Anderson. I, I, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so sick of this nigga. Nigga, you have the, the chances of you having a child by accident. Negative. And he loves to talk about how dads with daughters should function and operate. Nigga, shut your sweet ass up. You will never have a child, not even by accident. That means you have to have sex with a woman to accidentally get her pregnant with no condom. That will never be your fate, sir. Please stop speaking on men with children, especially men with children with daughters. All right, I'm sorry. Let's get back to this nonsense. What is your excuse there? You've had plenty of opportunities to be present. You've had plenty of opportunities to be in my life. But the only time you want to speak out and be present in my life when it comes down to, you know, the way I identify. Girl, you can keep it. I'd rather, instead of worrying about that, come to this piano recital. Instead of worrying about that, come to this PTA meeting. Come to my counseling session so you can learn about what I'm going through. Come to my doctor's appointment so you can see actually what's going on. See, if you can't do any of that, then don't talk to me about what needs. Okay, so you mad because your daddy didn't want to understand why you like boys. This is not about Zaya Wade. Okay. This is not about Zaya Wade. This is about this is this is Armand mad at his dad because his daddy didn't want to understand why he liked boys. Uh, 
Armand, I like you, bro. No disrespect. Please don't strike me, bro. But you dead ass wrong on this, bro. You are mad because your daddy didn't want to understand why you liked boys. You would have had a better argument had you left the Zaya shit alone and just focused on your upbringing. But because you want to conflate and attach your argument to Zaya's, it's not the same, bro. It's not the same. You have a case in where an, a, a, a parent actively is uh, involved in the programming and transitioning of their son to a, to a daughter. You, sir, are an openly gay man whose straight homosexual father rejected him. You're not the same. You're not the same. I'm fucking cooking today, ain't I? I'm fucking cooking. I'm cooking. <laughs> hey, come on. Hey, yo, tell Armand, come on, man. Let me live, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, if y'all cool with Armand, tell him, hey, slide don't mean no harm. Just slide just... What your argument was weak, bro. It was a, it, it didn't, nah, come on. <laughs> Don't strike me, bro. Don't strike me, bro. I fucks with you. I fucks with you. But I'm just saying it is what it is. <laughs> Lorena go get me in trouble with these comments. Lord have mercy. All right, let me get caught up in these comments. We're going to get back to this. We're going to get back to this. Not the same. Not the same. Not the same. Okay. Let's continue. Used to happen when I'm 18. Because a lot of times, I, I personally feel like, in, 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 in the way. Once again, ain't this with the same argument? This is the same rhetoric we, we give women hell for, right? Women feel, right? We always, when a woman says, I, I feel, bitch, shut up. I don't care how you feel. This is what it is, right? Ain't this, this is the same approach Right when when a woman gets to saying, "Well, you know, I feel shut up," because what you feel does not matter. What you feel does not outweigh what it is. Does not outweigh the logic of the situation. Right? It's uh, as soon as a motherfucker get to saying, "Well, I personally feel," nah, we don't. We're not here for that. You try to make a point, make a point without your feelings. Att establish your points based on facts and logic. Back it up with some data. And let that stand on its own. If I pick that shit apart, you need a better argument, sir. Your feelings don't count. As soon as you start injecting feelings into the argument or to, into the debate, you've already lost in my eyes. Feelings don't count here. Let's continue. Anyway, I said this. She's going through therapy, you know. And anytime, like if you do a transition the right way, and I'm not talking about like a street transition. If you do a healthy Transition through your whole transition, you're going through therapy. The hell is a healthy transition? Wait a minute. Listen, I'm not a I'm not a hater. If you are gay or whatever, please come into the chat and explain to me what is a healthy transition. Matter of fact, when I'm done laying out my points, I will gladly open the phone lines and I want somebody to please attempt to educate me on what a let me write this shit down a healthy transition because last time i checked at least 40 to 50 percent of those 
transitioning are killing themselves. So obviously the health part goes out the window. Healthy transition. All right. And I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm not here to, to kick over the, the hornet's nest. None of that. I, but y'all arguments make no sense. The, the, argue, the arguments of the minority make no sense. And this is why y'all continue to be in the, in the minority and you align yourselves with those that have more power and they give you, you know, whatever. And then y'all act like what y'all, what y'all say is the gospel. No, the majority of people on this planet don't identify with y'all like that. They don't, it's not like they don't like you. It's like, well, you know what? Y'all go do that over there. Right? If the government buys an island, okay, if all the governments in the world all put in to buy several islands for anybody that's gay or, 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 or identifies as gay or as a citizen of Cybertron, and it's fully structured, infrastructure, water, heat, AC, roads, highways, sewage if the governments of the world all said you know what we're going to give them their own place we're going to give them five or six islands that they can have to themselves we're going to fully furnish this thing state-of-the-art everything y'all have no, y'all, you guys are not going to have any wants ain't got to pay no taxes none of this no 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 tributes none of that we're going to fully furnish these islands it's going to be state-of-the-art shit y'all gonna have better shit than than the homosex uh, than, than the heteros Right, we're gonna give y'all shit the top notch shit. How many would actually leave where they're at to go to these islands and be like, and then, and then and the government say, okay, now once y'all leave, you can't come back. That's the only stipulation is the government say now once you leave, you can never come back to the regular civilization. How many of those proud people would actually leave to go have an island of their own? How many would actually leave? How many? How many? How many? This is not a hate stream, none of that. This is a stream of, of understanding and logic. It's not aluminum all day, right? This is not a headpiece. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, once again, I want people to understand how crazy y'all sound and look to the rest of the world, especially melanated people. You understand? How many of them would actually leave their families, their blocks, their cities to go to an island fully furnished, fully full infrastructure, top to bottom, live the life of you want you're next to a beach, but you can never come back. <laughs> How many of them would actually leave? <laughs> yeah. I don't think not many would leave. You understand? <laughs> Let's continue. Wait a minute. When does this thing end at? I had it down at 
2014. So we got four more minutes of this rhetoric, and then we're going to get into the detransitioning. Because they're wanting to make sure that mentally you understand what you're doing and you're okay with it. Who mentally understands what they're doing at the age of 15, people? 15. What were y'all doing at the age of 15? Now, me personally, I wasn't into girls because my parents scared the hell out of me. My parents told me, listen, if you get a girl pregnant, we'll have to pay for it because you're broke. And we would have to pay for it. That worked on me. I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds very old school. But my parents told me, you better not get a girl pregnant because we cannot afford it. We would have to pay for it. Not knowing damn well my parents had money. But that worked on me. I was into sports and school. I didn't care. You know, I looked at the girls, but then I like, yo, if I get this girl pregnant, yo, my pop's going to be pissed. He, they go, my, my parents going to have to pay for this child. That shit really scared me. I know it's a silly, it's a silly thing to tell somebody now, but that worked on me. All right? That worked on me. And I, you know, going through high school, you see all the girls sprouting up, and they're all everybody's taller than me, and all busty and curvy. And then you see the ones that are pregnant, and you know everybody's kissing in the hallways. I just be like, nope, because my parents said they're gonna have to pay for this kid, and I'm and we broke. <laughs> that shit worked on me, yo. <laughs> that shit worked on me. All my health. Um, all my health, my ladies in, in the healthcare profession, in the healthcare profession, nurses, psychiatry, what y'all, yeah, exactly. Uh, Miss Little John, you're going through puberty. Your body's not, not even fully re- Why are you going through the wrist? Yeah. You're still growing and learning. Yeah. It, it worked on you too. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. I had a lot of friends that had girls pregnant and stuff, man. They had to go get jobs and selling dope and shit, you know. Now, the cool thing is their kids are fucking grown now, you know, 15. So by the time they were 30, 31, 32, their kids are already in college and grown. You know, I mean, I guess you got to see the beauty and all that, but (laughs) it worked on you too. Shout out to everybody that it worked on. I thought I was one of, like one of the few that it worked on. Like, I, yeah, I still look like a boy in the chest. Good Lord, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I still look like a boy in the chest. That's, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I more than made up for it. Yeah, this is true. But that that legit, my parents, the scared straight approach, worked on me. Worked on me until. I got out of high school with no kids, you know. I, I don't have any, any abortion stories, you know. I don't have any I don't have any miscarriages in high school, none of that shit, you know what I'm saying? So that shit worked on me. Prefrontal cortex hasn't fully developed at his age, so very limited rational. Right, ain't, ain't, we're the same ones that say the boys develop slower. Right, we're the same ones to say that that say boys develop slower at these ages. So why are you placing a monumental, life changing, uh, life altering decision in the hands of a fifteen year old? 
And I don't understand how Armand does not see this, but then Armand is part of the problem. Respectfully, they called me bottle caps. God damn, sis. I appreciate you being <laughs> transparent and telling us. I'm sure the bottle cap disappeared pretty quickly when you, <laughs> when you came with face. She said bottle caps. God damn it. I can't with y'all. I can't with y'all right now. Worked on me until I moved out at 19. I, okay, okay. Yo, we call them mosquito bites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what we call them, biddle honeys. <laughs> My dad told me, even, even though I thought about sex, he would hear me and off my, oh, okay. And he wasn't raising any whores. Yeah, yeah, that's real shit. Okay. Let's get back into this. The bottle caps is funny, though. Even when, even, I have girlfriends that are considering reassignment surgery, you know? And so you have grown women considering reassignment surgery, but you're trying to make the case for a 15 year old. Okay. They have to go through at least one year of therapy before they get the big chop. So you mean to tell me one year therapy is, is enough for you to actually process and grasp the changing of your gender. You mean to tell me one year of therapy is enough for a grown, mature individual to grasp and process them changing their actual genders? Okay. What do I know? Let's continue. You can't just go and say, okay, I'm going to make an appointment today and go ahead and get the bird chopped off. It doesn't work like that. You got to go through a mental evaluation before you do some stuff like that. So I think that this selective and this fake outrage about, oh my God, he's exploiting her. This is the child. You guys are just saying that because you don't want the child to be transgender. And newsflash, niggas. The child is transgender and she's going to be transgender. And I, and I actually support it. I okay, this is where I, I totally lost my respect for his argument at this point. But let me just say this real quick. Um, Hi, Chief. I will say this. I used to be envious of those that had their kids early. But now as an adult with, you know, as I didn't have my first child until I was 33. I didn't have many until I was 33. I don't think if I had a child at 16, 17, I wouldn't be able to appreciate those first few years. You know what I'm saying? So when I had many me, like I cherished every moment, every stage, every accomplishment, like I fondly remember, you know, from zero to five, right? So I don't think as a 16-year-old, I would, I would have been able to fully appreciate watching her grow and develop. So, no. No, you did right. You did right. You know what I'm saying? That, and now as I get older, like, I, you know, when I see the little, little, little toddlers and, and, you know, the little ones, I'm like, I appreciate because I, I, you know, those, those are my favorite times, like from zero to five, because that's when you get to see them watch and learn and process and the mental acuity and, you know, they problem solving and they, they become self-aware and, and then, and they, you know, just like when they reach up for you, like it's the best feeling in the world. So, uh, yeah, no, you did right. You did right. Um, mosquito bites. Yeah. Yeah. Speed bumps. <laughs> All right. I'm getting off. I'm getting off track. I'm sorry. I'm getting, getting nostalgic. Red, 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 red. 
Ready to say, uh, <laughs> thank you for the super chat, bro. There's a ladyboy PhD who literally p- says that transformers can change their bi- biological sex through chemical hormones and surgery. It's getting bad. Wow. Hey, yo, if y'all cool with Armand, tell him, hey, I don't mean no harm, but yo, this is wrong. Come on, wrong is wrong, y'all. Listen, I don't care if you're an Armand fan, by all means. And I'm looking at the, and, I, and I was watching his chat and I'm like, y'all really believe this shit? Y'all really co-sign what he's saying? Yo, wrong is wrong. Period. I don't care how it sounds or how it looks like. Wrong is wrong. Because I can guarantee half those people in this chat that have 15-year-olds do not be want to be like, well, daddy, today I feel like I want to be a girl. Like, if you don't get your... <laughs> high sugar fructose ass out my face and go get your ass on the football field. You know what I'm saying? Hey, old school parents. When you're, when you came across a boy or you, you knew a mom that had a boy that was a little bit soft. First thing she do, what she go do, put him in the most manliest sports around, put him around the most manliest men around. That's a subconscious thing. Right. When you old school parents, when your child exhibited some weird behavior that's not becoming of their gender, what's the first thing you go do? You go put them in the most roughest, toughest environment surrounded by the, the most macho men. You put them in fucking football. Right. You go put them in football, toughen them up. Right. You toughen them up. Right? What what do women do when their son get to crying and shit? What she do? She punch him in the chest. What she tell him to do? Man up. Right? That's a subconscious. Even on a subconscious level, women understand I ain't trying to have no little sissy ass boy for a son. Now I don't agree with women doing that shit, but I understand why they're doing that. I understand it because even she understands subconsciously, I'm not raising no punk ass boy. Right? I didn't want to get this deep. I didn't want to get this deep. Be playing football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get your ass out there and slap box with the, with the little alley hoops, little badass kids. Go out there and get your ass whooped a few times. Right? If you live in Philly, you're going to the boxing gym. Lorena, where you at? If you go, if you live in Philly, your mama taking your ass straight to the boxing gym. All right, you going straight to the boxing gym, and we ain't playing with you. I'm not gonna risk this cruel ass, mean ass world, and have your little sissified ass come running to me every time your feelings get hurt. All right. Yes, I've heard it too. Aries Queen. I, yes, I've heard gay men say they don't want gay sons. I've heard that. Okay. This is not a hate stream. This is a stream of wisdom and understanding and logic. Your man makes no sense. Your man's out here conflating and interjecting his issues onto issues uh, with the Zion. That's, that makes no sense as well. All right, let's continue. I'd rather you transition now at 15 under the under the guidance of doctors 
counselors and a support system that supports you versus wait till you're 23, 24, 25 out your parents' house. You done grew beard, vocal cords, and got deep in the mother. You done got chiseled up. Now you got to break down decades worth of masculinity. Then you can't get a fair shot at life because you look like a big brolic man that decided to transition at 35. It don't break down. You that's a lot of years to try to re to, to, to redo. You get it while it's early, and you can you can you can grow into be a soft fishy thing later, and you have a fair chance at life. Why they always call y'all fish? All you straight ladies. I don't understand why y'all take crap from gay men that call y'all fish. T.S. Madison calls y'all fish. Why do y'all allow these motherfuckers to disrespect y'all like that? These people were never your friends. I don't, I never understood why, why women and gay men were so tight. These motherfuckers call you fish. The fuck is that? This is going to Patreon. Cause this ain't going, I can already see the bullshit now. Let me just, um, treasure says, but you can be masculine and gay as the majority are, but I digress. Um, sir or ma'am, that's a debatable point because once again, for most people, if you're gay, that's non-masculine. I'm sorry. I like Walter Lee Hampton, the third or, or the second or the third. I, I think he's cool. And listen, I don't care how buff he is. Nigga, you're gay. You take it in the ass. That is the most anti-masculine act a man can do. I don't write the laws. The universe does. I'm not interpreting anything. That's universal law. Okay? I'm sorry. The most biggest, baddest, brolic ass nigga, all them jail niggas that come out of prison 15, 20 years later, these bitches get with them, and the first thing they want to do is get fucked, and, and they fuck these bitches in the ass. Y'all, American me, huh? First time he's with that woman, fucked her in the ass. She's like, what are you doing? And y'all going to sit here and tell me that's masculine? That's the most anti-non-masculine act a man can do. I don't write the laws the universe does. I have no opinion. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not here to judge, but don't sit here and tell me Walter Lee Hampton is more masculine than me because he has bigger muscles. Get the fuck out of here. I got lineages, lineages in how many motherfucking states? One, two, three. I got lineages in four different states. Nigga, my legacy will outlive me. Fuck what you talking about. Sly, you an asshole, but okay. Don't tell your wife, but okay, Sly fucks with you. Yeah. Yeah, nigga, yeah. Don't ever bring that dumb shit to me, man. I don't give a fuck who this nigga is. Nigga, you're gay. I'm sorry. Universe looks at you like, eh. Eh. Okay? <laughs> what? 
you know? It ain't, ain't going to be no, uh, what movie is that? They did the remake of it, Death of a Funeral. Ain't going to be none of that shit. No secret gay lover come to, the, come to the, my funeral. I'm talking about, well, I was your dad's secret lover. I have pictures, and if you don't pay me the monies from the insurance policy, I'm going to, ex- I'm going to put these pictures online of your dad bent over naked. That ain't going to happen. You know, how, you know what Sly's funeral going to be like? Okay, bitch, when did you fuck with Sly? Well, I was fucking with Sly from this time, this time, this year. Okay, bitch, when did you fuck with Sly? Well, shit, um, I was fucking with him off and on for about five or six years, you know. Uh, okay, bitch, what's your story? Well, I, he, his, his little girl, he has, a, he has a son, he's 17, but I didn't bother Sly because Sly, you know, he got enough stress on his life, and I'm just here to pay my respects. Okay, bitch, what's your story? Well, you know, um, I just, you know, it's just something about him, you know. Those are problems you're going to have at my funeral, Okay. Those are the type of funeral problems I'm going to have. All right? Many of me are going to be like, God damn, Dad, like, really? And I'm going to be in the casket like, yes, really? <laughs> yeah, come on, man, once again. This is not a hate stream. This is a stream of wisdom, logic, and understanding. But don't play this game with me, y'all. Don't play this game with me. I respect everybody's right to exist and express themselves, but not children. I'm sorry, 15, you're still a child. You're still a child. Okay, this man is still mad at, at his daddy. He gonna, he'll get into it, but let me get caught up in his comments. And I'm trying to understand, women, why y'all let these men disrespect y'all like this? Yeah, call us fish but want to be a mermaid. Make it make sense. I don't understand this shit. They're y'all ops. Yeah, trying to replace you. They're y'all ops. They're your ops. But once again, no hate, just wisdom, logic, and understanding. But come on, man, the logic is in in all caps for a reason. All right? Here we go, this dumb shit. A lot of gay men don't get fucked. So are we different? Are there differing levels of, of gay now? Okay, ladies. Okay, ladies. Let me guess. Guy comes home from prison to a 20-year bid, and he says, look, I never, I never got took, but I take the ass. Does that make him somehow less gay in your eye? You know what? Some women probably would go for that. They'd be like, well, you know, at least he didn't get fucked. At least he didn't get fucked. I could see that in some weird, weird way. But once again, the universe writes the laws. I don't. All right. I don't care. He can be 6'6", 275, ripped to shreds. Nigga, you pitching the catching. It's still gay. You're not more manly than me. I don't give a fuck. I know. <laughs> I don't engage in anti-masculine behavior. That's the difference. Yeah. Your voice is deeper than mine. Great. You got huge traps. Great. <laughs> Guess what? I adhere to universal laws. Um, I leave seeds. Uh, I, I did my job. I did my job. I did my job. 
Okay. <laughs> Definitely going to Patreon. Oh, for sure, for sure. For sure. And like I said, I have no ish. Come on, man. Like, I ain't got, like, I ain't got gay family members. Like, for real. Like, that, that, that. Yeah, stop befriending. Oh, you stop befriending high fructose. <laughs> when one, when, when, oh, when one almost got me beat up. See, that'll do it. That's fucked up. What's the difference? Does it make masculine and feminine gay? They're still engaging in unnatural sexual behaviors. See? There you go with the logic again, sis. But, okay, here's a hypocrite in me. Here's a hypocrite in me. Now. I guess throw me in that in that batch of guys that be like, okay, you're bisexual. You just, I listen. I've always said this. I've always and I stand by this. But this is me. I've always said that the majority of women are naturally bisexual. I've always said this. I stand. I that's the hill I will die on. Okay. I've always said that most women are naturally bisexual. I don't hold that against him. The problem that I have is when you're four or five, six kids deep in this and now you're solely lesbian. It's like, come on, sis, pick a struggle. Or the woman says, well, you know, I'm tired of these niggas doing me dirty. I'm about to go see, I'm going to play for the other team. Okay, bitch, go play for the other team. And when she whoop your ass, we'll be here waiting to take you back. That's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. Okay, that's my perspective my experiences, what I've seen in life, all right? I'm not here to change anybody's religion, perspective, or opinion. That's not my job, all right? You got that many kids, Fred? I mean, I don't, but I'm just counting states, man. Relax. You ain't got to pay. Are you helping me pay for them? Then you shut the fuck up. <laughs> all right? And, you, and listen, I'm trying to have some, I'm trying, let me see, when I'm 47 now, I want to have a kid at 50. Like, that's my bucket list. So my bucket list right now is to have a kid at 50. Some say it's selfish. Eh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, If you took it. <laughs> hey, listen, but like I said, I, I I have no issue. Like, you do what you do. Li I, li I live and let live as long as you don't infringe upon mine because I will not infringe upon yours. But don't, and this is not about, this is not about Walter Lee Hampton, him per se. He's the archetype I'm using. But if you want to sit here and tell me Walter Lee Hampton is more masculine, more masculine than me, fuck out of here. That will make me laugh. I will laugh a hearty chuckle. If, the, if that archetype of man you consider to be more masculine than me, you will, I will give you a hearty chuckle. Never, 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 ever, never. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Let me get copies comments and we're going to finish up this man's rant. Right? <laughs> we're going to finish up this man's rant. Children are off limits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Y'all heard what he said. He'd rather your child transition as a child so that way as a fully functioning adult, you don't have to take years of hormones to break down all the testosterone your body has built up. But you're a man, sir. How long do you... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <gasps> Once again, no shade, no diss to Armand Wiggins. My nigga, you sound crazy. And the people that agree with you are even crazier. Okay. 
If I ever sound this crazy, y'all, please don't worry. Nigga, nigga, text me like, man, what are you doing? So you ain't got to worry about me going off the deep end because nigga truth be like, nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> Come on, man. Let, let the kids be kids, right? Right? Hey, he said it, not me. Yep, Patreon, here we come. Patreon here. <laughs> what the fuck? God damn, y'all set it off. Come on, hey, treasures, listen, man. If you are what you, be what you are, man. Come on with the bullshit, bro. Yeah, only question is, at this point, what are you, top or bottom? You know what I mean? Oh, my lord. They have not. <sighs> is there, oh, okay. Um... I'm late to the comments. You know, if they talking crazy, get them out of here. That's what, what you guys got wrenches for. By all means, don't wait on me to say something. Weapons free, y'all. Weapons free. Weapons free. Weapons free. <laughs> with the stud pokey. All right, we're going to wrap up this this part of the show, and then we're going to get to the detransitioning part. Oh, Lord, 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 Lord. Don't engage. Don't engage. Hon, you got to wrench for a reason. 50 too old to have a child. See, you sound like Erica. Listen, I'm going to have me a kid at 50. I've been wanting this for last, yeah, for a few years now. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a kid at 50. Um, well, you know what? They try to, they try to use the two gay lions as an example. There were two gay lions in captivity that they like, oh, look, gay lions is like, bro, that's such an, such an outlier. There's such an, an, an anomaly that you can't even use that shit. Right. Right. I like Wachowski brothers. They trained, uh, did not straddle uh, the fence and transition over to women. However, they are adults and can make the choice at the life experiences. Why would you make a, why would you want a child? Oh my God. Why, why would anybody want a child to do, you know? <laughs> Once again, no, no diss to Armand. I like Armand. Armand, you dead ass wrong for this, bro. Okay, let's get it. Let's finish up this rant. It's about, we got another three minutes. Let's go. Ready? Matter of fact, I want this to sting. I want to run it back because I want it to sting when he says it. I want y'all to really feel that shit because he really believes this shit. They get the big chop. You can't just go and say, okay, I'm going to make an appointment today and go ahead and get the bird chopped off. It doesn't work like that. You got to go through a mental evaluation before you do some stuff like that. So I think that this selective and this fake outrage about, oh my God, he's exploiting her. This is the child. You guys are just saying that because you don't want the child to be transgender. And newsflash, niggas. The child is transgender and she's going to be transgender. And I, and I actually support it. I'd rather you transition now at 15 under the, under the guidance of doctors, counselors, and a support system that supports you. Versus wait till you're 23, 24, 25 out your parents' house. You done grew beard, vocal cords, and got deep in the mother. 
You done got chiseled up. Now you got to break down decades worth of masculinity. Then you can't. Now, I noticed that people in his comments were actually saying the complete opposite. Right? They were saying, let me see. Even one of his comments were like, they made her seem so, they made her seem crazy so she can't have contact with her, meaning visits and games or anything. Right. He did, cause like I said, he didn't do his, he didn't do his homework. Uh, Ms. Utopia said, Armand, you don't know what the situation is with that woman and her child. First of all, she lost custody probably because she wasn't the rich and famous one. And he probably took her through hell and he did. And they t they're telling him she's not allowed to. Right. Dwayne kept her from them kids. She was trying to raise money to go up against his lawyers. Uh, this one says, but nothing is being denied from this child. It's literally manipulation. She is still young. She has plenty of time to do so, Armand. Um, I'm okay to wait. 18 for surgery but a name um and yes if she's going through there oh my god okay um and once again i don't understand what a healthy transition is this person says this person claims to be trans kiana mercier take it from a trans woman that's correct Okay. They only put this child in the media has been about her sexuality. Does she play sports? Does she have hobbies? They don't put that out. A child is living their truth. This is about legal document. What, what child lives their truth? What, what the fuck is that? There are so many trans women who regret having bottom surgery. Wade Lyons, she fought for years for custody. Okay. Can't get a fair shot at life because you look like a big brolic man that decided to transition at 35. Now, I can't recall anybody having a, a poor, fair shot at life once they decide to change their gender. They're being rewarded for changing their gender. So what the fuck is he talking about? Right? You're being rewarded for changing, for openly changing your gender. Nobody's telling grown men with beards that identify as women, hey, stop going into women's bathrooms. So what the fuck is he talking about? But let's continue. It don't break down. You, that's a lot of years to try to, re, to, to, to redo. You get it while it's early. 
and you can you can you can grow into be a soft fishy thing later and you have a fair chance at life so you can grow into a soft fishy thing so you can have a fair shot at life black women y'all y'all own worst enemies if you if you're a black woman that out here that firmly believes a black man's your enemy bitch no that gay nigga next to you is your enemy your training friend the Cybertronian is your is your enemy. <laughs> this is it grow into a soft, fishy thing. What is that? What is grow into a soft, fishy thing? You know what? I'm looking at Armand in a totally different light at this point. Because I'm really listening to what he's saying. Yeah, a soft, fishy thing. never the they were never the problem never remember uh what's the girl's name the lady that got out of prison trump pardoned her angela staten king remember angela staten king's son was like i'm better uh i'm not like you fish you he was talking shit on black women like uh y'all smell like fish like you, you want this instead. Remember one of his IG posts or some shit. He was like, "Yeah, y'all, you know, you don't want no fish. You want this, the real, the real bussy, whatever the case may be." I don't know how many times can black can 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 black gay men tell y'all in so many languages they don't like y'all. They call y'all fish. What? They call y'all fish. You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga calls y'all fish. Damn, Armand. Come on, bro. Get it together. This ain't the move, bro. This ain't the move. This is just, this is a fact. This is a fact. This is a fact. I don't care what. No That's not a fact. Nigga, where the. Once again, your feelings are not facts. But he, he continues to expose himself. Nobody say a lot of reasons why transgender people don't have a fair chance at life because they still look like men. So. I'm sorry. Has anyone seen these multiple class action suits from from Cybertronians against these companies for for this discrimination? What do you mean you don't have a fair shot at life? They're on they're in college they're on the girls' teams. They're whooping at. They're winning medals and shit. <laughs> they're getting endorsement deals. Oh, oh, you want you want you want a fair shot of life? Who who watches House of Thrones? I got I got the ultimate clapback for not a fair shot at life. Who all watches House of? Uh, I know I'm saying House of Thrones. Who all watches House of Dragon? I love that show. Best show on TV. Who all watches House of Dragon? Who all watches House of Dragon? We just had the little fat Mex Mexican boy win the, win the beauty pageant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who all watches House of Dragon?
Okay, so everybody watches House of Dragon, right? Okay. The character who plays Rhaenyris. The character who plays Rhaenyris. She's trans. Okay. The character who plays Queen Rhaenyris, right? The one we're all rooting for, right? The one we're all rooting for, House of, uh, House of, what, what house is she? She's House of Black, right? The one that's married to Damon, right? That had the bastard kids with Harlan Strong. The one we're all rooting for against Queen, uh, Queen Allison. The character that plays Rhaenyris is, is trans. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? So what fair shot are they not getting? You had a trans, you had a trans woman in Black Panther 2. She plays Anika. Michaela Cohen. Michaela Cohen just had a, a fucking HBO s- series, right? She's trans. Okay, can we, Laverne Cox? Anybody? What y'all, what y'all talking about? What's this fair shot y'all ain't getting? So what's this fair shot that y'all, that y'all, you talk about y'all ain't getting? The most popular show on TV, House of Dragons. Rhaenyris is trans. The character that is trans. The woman that plays her is trans. Huh. Elliot Page, everybody. Elliot Page. Deemed one of the most sexy men. Elliot Page. Not Ellie Page. Not when she was a girl. But now she transitioned into a boy. She's considered to be one of the most beautiful men. What y'all talking about? Yeah, she's a real life trans. Look it up. Matter of fact, fuck it. Fuck it, I'll do y'all solid. Hold up, I got time today. Hold up, be quiet, Armand. I got time today. I don't mind learning y'all a few. Here we go. The... Lady who plays Daenerys. Wait, how you spell that? Daenerys. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold up. Is... That's not her. Somebody else. Oh, there's another trans character I didn't know about. Wow. Okay, Game of Thrones had a trans on there as well. I didn't know. Holy cow. Okay. Wait a minute. Let me find it. Let me hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let me let me type in the right term. Hold on, I'm going to find it. Don't worry. Okay. Ooh, please. There we go. 
not Daenerys, Rhaenerys. I'm sorry. Rhaenerys, not Daenerys, not Amelia Clark, not her. No, no, no. I misspoke. Rhaenerys. Fuck it. Let's type in House of Dragon. House of Dragon. Shut up. Okay, shut up. Here we go. Emma Darcy. Emma Darcy. Emma Darcy. I was going to find it. Emma Darcy, who plays uh, <laughs> Rhaenerys. Right? <laughs> Emma Darcy's trans. <laughs> yeah, Ellie Page, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emma Darcy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Michaela Cohen is Trent. Come on, y'all didn't know this. I'm gonna need y'all to. I'm gonna need y'all to get up. Let's get up to speed. But don't worry, we're gonna get we're gonna get back into it. Exactly. Five percent of U.S. identifies as gay, but ninety nine percent of men. Exactly. Exactly. Emma Darcy. When did she come out? <laughs> my come on, y'all listen. All right, let me get back. Let me get back to track. Let me get back on speed. Let me get back. Okay, hold up. Let's finish this man's rant. And then we're gonna get into the detransitioning. That's not the truth, bro. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. You ready? Here we go to the source of his trauma. His, his still unresolved trauma. Once again, bro, this is out of love. This is not a hate thing, not a judgment thing. Under, only understanding, wisdom, and logic. Here we go. Okay, now this I have a problem with. 
Now, if we're going off what he said, we're, we're assuming he's underage. He's a teenager, right? So your focus at this particular age is not school, sports, anything else. It's running out and having sex, right? I'm, I'm assuming because I'm only going off what he just said. Matter of fact, let's run it back. Let's run it back so we can set up the narrative, okay? Hold on. All right, so let's run it back one time. This is a fact. I don't care what nobody say. A lot of reasons why transgender people don't have a fair chance at life because they still look like men. It's the truth. The ones that still look like men don't have. Wait. Wait a minute. I can't hear anything. Can y'all hear it now? My bad. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right, let's go. Have a fair chance at life. Um, that is what it is. Um, but anyway, um, that's just how I feel, you know. And 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 here is my thing too. Now you got a black man. So here's where we get to his daddy. Once again, he's blaming his daddy, his daddy's inability to accept that his son is homosexual. So he's going to blame his daddy's inability to process and fathom his son's sexual identity. So that's the, it's the, it's, it's, it's his daddy's fault to where he had to go elsewhere and learn because he was more concerned with running, running the streets from what he says, but not like, like I said, let's put it in his words. And let's go off what he tells us because we can only go by off what he tells us and supporting his gay son, his transgender son, you know, and now he has to be, you know, exploiting. Do you know how many, do you know how many black gay people, you know, well, I love my dad. Okay. That's good. You love your dad, but you still place blame on, you still blame him for how he felt because we're all about feelings here right it's all about how our mind feels about this he feels about that but your daddy had feelings too so your daddy's not a, not not expected to have have feelings to feel okay but like i said let's take his own words and dissect what he says i wish my dad was this supportive now i didn't want to be trans but we didn't even get to talk about stuff i had to learn so much on my own in the streets because why because my dad was kind of like 
listen, we, we're just going to ignore it. We're not going to talk about it. So I have to make sure, bitch, I can't go out here sleeping with everybody. I can't go out here. I got to make sure I go get tested. I got to make sure I get all of that stuff because that's real life. So now, once again, y'all, the focus is not school, sports, or anything else. The focus is sexual activities. So because your daddy and your eyes failed to properly gear you to have sexual relations out here, they had to have proper deviant sexual relations. So you you expect your dad to know how gays have to prepare for sex, right? I Come on, I'm just going off what he gives me. So you're mad because your daddy didn't properly prepare you to have sex with men, right? Uh, uh, right, the enemas... And, 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 uh, the colonics and, uh, we, you know how they got to prepare to have anal sex a lot. Yeah, come on. I, and I only know this because of what women tell me. Right. So you're mad at your dad because not only did he not want to accept or process the process, the, 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 the realization that his son is gay. Now he got to teach you how to have gay sex. Child, <laughs> child, child. <laughs> How can your dad give you info on being gay? Your dad's not gay. And then, and then, I'm waiting for him to to mention the mom because I'm waiting for the mom because you know my moms usually just step in and be like, okay, baby, this is what we gonna do, right? What teach him how being gay? What I'm saying, right? Dad was a normie, son not so much. So let's see what his, if his mom taught him anything. Because I'm, I'm waiting to hear if you mention his mom. I, I, I keep hearing his dad, but let's go. My dad didn't teach me that stuff. My dad didn't talk to me about that stuff because he couldn't get over the fact that I liked men. So in, in, in many ways, he set me out there unprotected because he couldn't get over the fact that I liked men. So we're, we're dad shaming, we're dad blaming because he didn't properly prepare you on how to be a gay man and have gay sex with men. I think what I'm going to do with this video. Okay, so this is what I'm definitely going to do with this video. I'm not going to risk leaving this on YouTube. So what I will do is... Once I'm done with it, I'll make it private. I'll download it. Then I'll re-upload it to On The Wake Up Radio. And then I'll just post a link to Patreon. And that way everybody can watch it. If you're on Patreon, whatever the case may be, I ain't got to worry about YouTube coming back to haunt me later on. So I'll, so once I'm done with this, I'll private it, download it, then delete the initial stream, re-upload it to On The Wake Up, and then post the link to Patreon, and we'll do it that way. I'm not going to leave this on YouTube at all, because I refuse to have them come kick my ass on over this shit. Yeah, your dad didn't want to hear that shit. Pop didn't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Pop did not want to hear that shit. Let's continue. So you didn't really set me up to be smart. Thank God I was smart on my own, but I did learn along the way. But imagine having a parent there to guide you. Then you have a transgender child out there. 
I'm sure many transgenders would love their dad to be in support of them. You know why? Because so many transgender girls grow up. Escorts. Prostitutes. Scammers. Wait, that's all the dad's fault? What's, uh, why are we talking scammers? Scammers have nothing to do with sexuality. And a lot of these women that grew up, grew up because they didn't have father. You know what? Stone Cold. The fuck? You know what? Let's continue. And mostly dead. Why? Because they've been put out. They've got to hide it. They can't dress like a woman in the house. Wait, 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 wait. Look, y'all, we got some haters. Look, look, look. Oh, Lit Talk Podcast. Oh, of course you had to be a black woman because, you know, let y'all tell it. I don't like black women, but I keep making babies with these motherfuckers, right? She says, what she say, y'all? Bless her heart. She says, you is, you is chasing clout on Armand name, using his content for clickbait. He talking about Dwayne Wade supporting his son in the transition and added his truth. And what else you say? You should do your own chant, bitch. I already, you were late to class. But thank you for watching. Thank you for the, the CPM clicks and all the analytics you've done, bitch. Thank you, bitch. Thank you, fish. Take your fishy ass on over there. <laughs> Take your fish ass on over there. That's what you like to be called, right, fish? <laughs> Come on, y'all don't, don't be looking for beef. Look at this dumb shit. I don't look for beef. But let's, let's continue. Let's continue. It's almost over. Oh, and that's for y'all talking about, oh, they young, they too young, they too young, they too young, they too young. Girl, let me tell you something. It's not no too young. Either you're going you gonna to let the, the kid be the kid in front of you or they're going to be the kid away from you. Okay? What do I mean by that? You telling, Try telling your kid not to dress in girl clothes at 15 and 16 years old. Okay, they might not dress in those girl clothes while they're at your house. But as soon as they get in the car with their homeboy, their homegirl, guess what? The spaghetti strap is coming out. The two-piece is coming out, the skirt, the high heels, and the wigs. So his argument is because your kids do something against your wishes. They'll sneak behind your back and do it anyways. You just let them be them. Once again, this is coming from a man who has no children. And at the rate that he's going, we'll never have children, at least not the universal law way. But hey, you can adopt all day long. But this is coming from a man that has no children. And I'm sure if he had a, a son, Jesus Christ, he would let his son be what the fuck. I, what, like, I, like I said, not a hate stream, just a stream of logic, wisdom, and understanding. Um, I, I, I like Armand, but bro, take this L. Tell you, sound, you sound retarded, my brother. You sound crazy out here. I think his, his rant's almost over. And their new name is Kiki. And you don't know that Kiki is living the life in the streets until you find out Kiki one day is dead or Kiki while you pull up and Kiki, you, you doing laundry and you, you find panties. Bras and panties. Well, Timothy is Kiki on the weekends. You would know that if you could open up and, 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 and talk to me and let me know and let you know, hey, yeah, I, I'm feeling a little kiki inside mommy, daddy. I'm feeling like Kiana. 
But no, in black families, it's like, don't talk about it or I'll beat it out of you or get the hell out of my house. So guess what? We have hey, you know what? The sad reality is in black households, the, 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 the consensus is you can do whatever you want when you no longer live in my house. You think Asian men put up with this shit? You think Indian men put up with this? You think Mexican men put up with this? You think some hardcore German dad's going to put up with this? But somehow black folk are expected to, to put up with this. This is crazy, man. Black folk are the most tolerant, most lenient, most accepting of everything. And that's our problem. All right. But at the end of the day, when your parents say you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, when you get outside of my house, when you no longer hit, live here. Everything's about choices, people. You want to stay here? These are rules and conditions. These are terms and conditions that I expect you to live by and honor and, and, and obey. I don't understand how hard this, this, this doesn't have to be that hard. Now, you know, there are places you can go. If you can't talk to your parents about your sexual, sexuality issues, there are plenty of places for you to go. Free psychiatry free psychologists it's, it's it's wide open the government is funding everything there's no place you cannot go to talk about your sexual issues or your sexual gender identity issues let's not play that game anymore people that might have been the case when we were growing up but these guys these new kids no excuses hey teacher can you make me an appointment for the count the school counselor because i you know i need to talk about my sexual identity and my parents just won't, they just, they just don't understand. Oh my God. Okay. We'll get it right away. ASAP. All right. And they'll tell you, they'll give you the pamphlet of all your sexual rights and privileges as an underage child, all the places you can go for help outside of your parents that you don't need a consensual adult. The fuck is he talking about? This is groom talk. <laughs> hey, if my son feels like anybody other than himself, we finna get that deal. <laughs> right, 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 right. Any other time, if it's drugs or alcohol, there's a demon in them, but don't don't know no sexual demons. No. <laughs> my child possessed with a sexual demon. <laughs> Goddamn, my child possessed by goddamn succubus. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm, we're, we're done with this. Let's get to some detransitioning stats and what they say on Twitter because it's, it's jacked up on Twitter, y'all. It's jacked on Twitter. So, ah, enough of you, enough of you. Once again, um, geez, no disrespect to Armand, but bro, you sound maniacal. You sound like you're part of the problem. You sound like these <coughs> You sound like these groomers out here, man. But you know, like I said, not it's not hate, it's just love, wisdom, and understanding. So let's get into some of the, the what the, the Twitter tells us about the detransitioning. It's pretty bad. Okay. Watson says this marks three uh, this month marks three years of me being open about my detransition. Let me tell you how that went. 
At first, TRAs and their allies just completely refused to acknowledge the transition. I was called a liar, fake, shill, and funniest of all, a right-wing Christian sock. In my naivete, uh, I posted photos of my testosterone and double mastectomy scars, thinking it would, it would right the wrong, prove a point. I was mocked relentlessly and threatened, called a freak who should kill themselves over and over again. That's when the threat started. 2021 rolled around, and by then, it was nearly impossible to ignore the growing number of detransitioners. The TRA narrative had moved on from detransitioners don't exist to detransitioners exist, but they're so rare that we shouldn't care. And so the year went on. I was sent, ooh, grape and death threats. I was called a hideous freak show. Hundreds of accounts with anime and furry, uh, <laughs> furry PFPS told me it was such a shame that my last uh, deletion attempt had failed. I deserved to suffer. Then 2022 arrives. The TRA narrative has changed again. Now detransitioners aren't as rare as we once thought. You don't say but only because of transphobia and lack of trans acceptance. I apparently don't exist. Ironic coming from a crowd that are constantly fawned over by mainstream media, despite being genocide. Genocided. I've been in trans spaces since 2011. I began social transition in 2013. I began medical transition in 2015. I began detransition in 2019. I've seen it all. I've been in this game a long time. Most of my adult life I've seen and heard it all. And I can tell you, Without a shadow of a hesitation that the hatred and vitriol thrown at detransitioners is something else entirely. Why? For saying transition doesn't work for everyone and that therapy may be better than immediate affirmation and irreversible treatment, including our on kids. If you're wondering why I've been uh, a lot less active this past year, it's because I'm nearly done. There's only so much a person can take. And no, I'm not talking about the abuse I get, though there's plenty. I am sick to my stomach by the messages I get from the younger detransitioners, how young they were when they were blindly affirmed and how abused they've been since coming out with their regret stories. I don't know what to do. Most of the, the uh, most of the detransitioners I know are too afraid to seek help, let alone speak out publicly. There's so little support that NHS here in the UK has been horrendous in its treatment of transition regretters and grievers. Yes, sometimes I get too drunk and stressed out. How the fuck can I not? Do you have any ideas of the amount of suffering I see every fucking day? Suffering that I'm helpless to aid, that makes me feel like a useless piece of shit. So forgive me if my thoughts aren't always perfectly worded or sensitively toned. I'm angry, really fucking angry for all the men, women, and children permanently harmed by this sick fad. It's enough to drive you mental. And there, and I'm there, guys. I've, I've been there for a while. You think the trans trend among vulnerable young people is bad you had you had no fucking idea none if i drunk tweet it's because i can't cope with the abuse and misery i'm seeing every day jeez okay let's continue on with the twitter Um, let's see what this person, okay. To those who will call me anti-trans for sharing my own experiences and thoughts, detransition, detrans. Okay. So let's see what this person has to say. I, I don't think anything I could say could change your mind. Hold up. To those of you that would consider me sharing my own story about something anti-trans, 
I don't know what to say to you because I, I don't think anything I could say could change your mind. Um, but frankly, I want to give young people just a view into the fact that there, there are other ways through this, that there are ways of self-acceptance and self-love and growing up that don't involve turning to a medical industry that will prey on you. Um, young people need to hear, especially young people who are struggling with body image or gender dysphoria, they need to hear that there is other ways out of this, that happiness does not come on the edge of a surgeon's knife or the point of a doctor's needle, that is so much more than that. And they are not getting that from the current mainstream media and the trans community. That's not happening. Do you know how I know it's not? Because I grew up with it. Okay? You can call me anti-trans all you want, but I care about these young people more than you ever could. Because I have enough compassion in me and enough care for them to tell them the truth. And to tell them that they do not need to harm themselves to feel better because in the long run that isn't going to help okay uh wow i knew the rabbit hole was kind of deep but you know like i said nick and, and carrie had broke this down um a few months back prior um okay Okay, this person says, you don't think I noticed how the media portrayed me. Virtually everyone plastered my balding head all over the thumbnails, presenting me as a cautionary tale of what a ruined woman looks like. Most of them also get the facts wrong, uh, uh, wrong about my transition, detransition. Okay, so you know what? Let's see what, what happened to you. Okay, so I apologize for quality, but I think the graph helps. If someone is, is so emotional in the 75%, okay, no, 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 no. I want to get to your detransition part. Okay, okay. The decision to undergo medical procedures to achieve a cosmetic outcome, one that is based on a dysmorphic view of self, is blatantly making decisions in emotional mind only. And yet, medical transition is the treatment for gender dysmor uh, dysphoria. Those learned in DBT, DBT clinicians is a life-changing decision made in a very emotionally charged state more likely to help be helpful or harmful. Uh, okay, this is when it gets into that. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Some people believe that gender dysphoria is a bunk diagnosis that means nothing, but if we humor the DSM gods, what if it wasn't bunk? What if the gender dysphoria is an accurate diagnosis, but the treatment we are offering is what's wrong? Gender dysphoria is defined as psychological distress that results from incongruence between one's sex assigned at birth and one's gender identity. Translation, someone has distress over their physical sex because they believe it doesn't fit them. Now, I've heard, you know, the, 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 the OG Bobby Hammond have said, you know, uh, you know, sometimes you reincarnate into, the, into another 
gender's body, and this is why sometimes you may act the way you uh, that's anti whatever your gender is when you're in that body. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's continue. Okay. This could be, and I venture is a legitimate disorder. Of course, we could argue about whether we're pathologic. Patho pathologizing every human experience, but hear me out. The problem is psychological distress based on a certain topic of fixation, in this case, physical sex. Isn't th this same thought process seen in other mental disorders? Eating disorders, body dysmorphia come to mind when one's weight is the subject of fixation and dissatisfaction, an individual's current weight is incongruent with what they wish it to be. That, that makes sense. In dialectical behavior therapy, there is the emotional mind and the logic mind. The goal of an individual is to use both in tandem and function in wise mind or a happy combination of both. Generally speaking, relying on one or the other for decisions is unhealthy. Okay. Now, once again, your boy Armand, he welcomes the fact that a 15-year-old should be walked through the process of, of gender. Oh, shit. Did I not? Okay. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, your boy Aman uh, believes a 15-year-old should be walked through the transitioning process to get it done early and over with as, and, as, as opposed to making a decision as a fully developed functioning human being because you would have years of testosterone to, to break down. All right. Okay, let's continue. Let's look for some more. Jeez, Pete. Um... Okay. Okay. There are parents that are terrified that our girls might be manipulated into decisions you made. We're not mocking you. I know I see you as a daughter who has been hurt, used, and abused for an ideology. You have a voice, a platform, people who are cheering for you to speak up. I got your back and anyone else who has a voice that they want to finally use to stand up for themselves. You don't have to go at it alone. I'm talking to everyone who gives a hoot. Um, when I first saw your video, I quote tweeted it with some variant of the above and, and listening to your story. I'm like, okay, let me find her fucking video then. She, that's what we need to do. Okay. I need to find, oh, come on, do this to me. God damn it. I'm not going to sign in. I just want to find her video. Okay, there she goes in on her, uh, wow. Okay, so she talked about the detransitioning part. <clears throat> okay, oh, also I've actually managed to get my psych treatment team on board with the ideas that medically transition with the maladaptive coping mechanism to trauma, and now they're questioning what the point of transition is. Hmm. Interesting. All right, this is what I'm going to do. Hold up. Y'all bear with this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to find her video. <clears throat> so what we're going to do, I'm going to go on my phone and we're going to pull up her video. 
because I want the vi- I want to see the video, and I ain't gonna drag this on too long. So y'all just bear with me. Uh, at Casey, I'm looking. She got a lot of cats. I just want. Her, I just want the video that she made. Uh-oh, I think I found it. Oh, here we go. I found it. Hold up. All right, hold on. Let me download it and send it to myself. This is sad. I can already look at it the first five seconds. I'm like, this is going to be sad. Now, once again, I'm going to preface all this. That I'm about to show y'all. Your boy Armand Wiggins said it's, he, he prefers a 15-year-old to go through all this at 15 Healthily, healthy transition as opposed to being a 25, 23-year-old fully functioning adult. That way they don't have to, that you have less testosterone to break down. Your man said this. Now, this is not an attack on him, just his position. Once again, I'm not attacking Armand Wiggins. I'm attacking Armand Wiggins' position. You know? Because some people don't know how to differentiate, right? Okay, hold up. God damn it. What is it? Hold up. Bear with me, y'all. Let me get caught up in these comments real quick while I pull this video. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Hey, Nick, we, we own it. Nick, we own it. Nick, we will be doing the parent watch six months from now. Watch how they just... Elevate. <laughs> All right, where is the video? Come on, Twitter, goddammit. And yeah, and I'm and I'm looking at everybody's commentary on Shanquella and no I'll let me say say this real quick rant when I'm pulling this video up. Nobody wants to blame the parents. Nobody wants to implicate the parents. It is so obvious they're down with it. And content creators, and I'm like, really? Like, you don't, you, you, you too? Like, I'm shocked and awed at the number of uh, content creators that are like, no, I don't believe the parents had anything to do with it. I'm like, oh, my fucking God, are you serious right now? Like, how could you? Okay, I found the video. I'm about to email it to myself. We're about to watch this thing, and then I'm going to wrap this up and get, get up out of here. Yeah, I'm shocked at the, at the number of people that are not blaming the parents. Like, they showed you what time it was. This is where I say people, they're not ready for the spiritual war that they asked for. You know? You don't want it. You don't want it. Okay. Go on to my email. Go on to my email. And once again, this bad boy will go to Patreon just because I can't risk it, y'all. And I want to be on YouTube too bad. So <laughs> I want to be on YouTube too bad. So I'm, I'm going to play. I'm going to play nice, nice. All right. I got the video ready. Here we go. All right. 
let's let let's let's sis hear it in her own words. She's de detransition. All right, y'all ready? Here we go. This is sad. This is so sad. Hey y'all. Um, so I got out of my haircut. Um, because my hair was driving me nuts. And I shaved it because I'm tired of watching my hair thin out, and it's less distressing if I shave it. So when I talk about being too far gone, not I don't really know what else to call it. Um, this is what I mean. This is how deep my voice is. Um, <clears throat> it's gotten deeper over time, and it's settled. Um, this is what I mean by hair loss. Um, and it just keeps getting worse. It keeps thinning. It keeps receding backwards. Um, now, let me say this. Now, I've been in the fitness industry. I've been in fitness competitors, bodybuilders, all that, all that, all that. I don't know how many times that I told women, like, yo, testosterone, the hormones, it change, It literally physically changes a woman for the for the worst if you don't use it what it's meant to do right so you have a girl who's going through the hormones to use the hormones to to achieve a specific look but she's not using it for what it is and so when you don't use it for what it's meant to do the negative the negative side effects vastly outweigh the whole purpose of you taking the hormones do you understand so the hair loss, we already know that the deepness, the deepness of the voice, enlarged clitoris, uh, brow ridge, throat—I mean, all the negative side effects I can list. But the whole point of you taking testosterone is to build muscle. This is why women take HGH, uh, sustenol, anything testosterone hormone based. The whole premise of women getting on hormones is to to get big, like a man, to to build muscle. But when you take it and you're not using it to build muscle, all of the negative side effects that come with it are so glaringly, you know, it makes it even more painful to watch. But I'm just, that's a side rant. But let me let her, let her tell her story. Um, you know, and I'm not exactly sure that's coming back. Um, those are the main things when I talk about being androgenized um, to a point of no return. Um, I really don't see those being fixable. So that's when I talk about, you know, just kind of staying how I am, regardless of how I feel. Um, that's why, just because I, I don't really see me personally being able to come back from what's happened so far. So I hope that's a little explanatory, um, just to kind of give a little bit more of a, um, like, kind of the, let me reword that, just to kind of, you know, talk about like give more awareness to the situation um kind of so you can see where i'm at words are not working well with me right now i'm just gonna cut this off there you go you know this this is what happens when you give a woman testosterone this for five years this is what happens now look at how wide her shoulder now even though she has a flannel jacket on i can see how massive she's become I can see through the flannel jacket. Her shoulders are huge. You understand? I can, and like I said, the balding, oh my God, I, I feel so bad because you know, a woman's hair is like, you know what I'm saying? It's everything to her. The voice is permanently deep. I'm sure her, her, her you know, her, her vaginal her clitoris is huge. It'll never go back down to regular size. She's been on it for too long. This is why you do cycles, people. This is why you run. Hormones are meant to be run in cycles, not to be taken for years at a time. So when I look at men and women that are in transitioning and they're on hormones every day, every month, every year, I'm like, you can't, oh my God, it, it, it disturbs me. 
because I know what's going to happen. I know what's happening to their bodies. It's not good. It's not good. These extra hormones are not supposed to be in your body for this long. You're not supposed to be taking this much over this. Uh, oh my God. Okay. She, listen, and, all, and kudos to her, but this is the best she'll ever look. Do you understand? You know what I'm saying? Like, look how big her shoulders are. Jeez, Pete. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oh, this, this, this hurts. I, this breaks my heart to see this shit. Um, I'm gonna end this. I've been on, I, I think I've made my points. Like I said, no diss to Armand, but bro, walk back that shit you said. This, this is coming from man. So this is what, on the flip side, because he's a boy to a girl. Even still, even with women, even with men on, on female hormones, you can only do so much to break down the physiology of a man. This, this, this goes to show Armand doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He doesn't know, he doesn't understand body science or anything like that. Like you can only do so much to soften the build of a man. Yeah. The muscles come a little softer, but you know what I'm saying? The framework, the, the density, the bone density, you can't undo that shit. Fallon Fox is the, the best example. Fallon Fox was on, was on pheromones. Uh, hormones and still had enough power to break a woman's orbitable, orbitable, orbitable bone. Okay. And she, and he, she, whatever had been on the hormones for a while. You can only mitigate what testosterone has built in a man to a certain degree. This is why men will, without major surgery, right? Without major cosmetic surgery all those brazilians the niggas be going down to brazil to be fucking with the women them some of the most beautiful manliest men you've ever seen there's still something manly about them regardless regardless you understand her hands are big as yours her shoulders are just as wide as yours her hips are still going to be narrow but now they do the, the, they, they do the contouring right when they talk when they say i'm getting my hips done they're getting the hips contoured into the shape of a woman because men have narrow hips Right. These are the little tricks of the trade that they, they, they do to kind of, you know, hide the fact you can only hide so much so long. And you see all those old gender, those old gender inverted Hollywood superstars when they get old as fuck. They're like, God damn. Yeah, I used to be a woman. You can tell how they just break down physically in the face and in the, in the body when they're 50, 60, 70 years old. You can only hide so much. Science can only do so much to the body. The body will always remind you what it was or what it is. Always, always, always. Our mind, man, that's so fucked up what you said, bro. It's not about him. It's his message. I'm attacking his message. With that being said, thank everybody for hanging out. Not doing cycles. It affects everything. Like, it affects every part of the body, positive or negatively. And the longer you're on that shit, there's some things that you just, you know, you can't come back from like she said. The male pattern baldness is not coming back. The voice is not coming back. The large clear is not coming back. Acne comes and goes. But what, um, and then whatever, you know, muscle density, I, you know what I'm saying? There's just some things that just, just not gonna ever be the same again, ever, you know? So, um, yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, too much of that stuff has has been linked to cancer. Yeah, you see all these dead bodybuilders dropping dead, and I don't mean from the jab. I mean from years of steroid abuse. You know, your Rich Pianas, um, who was uh, Rich Piana, right? Uh, the young guy, Dallas, Dallas, Dallas McCarver. You know, even the old head, he was sixty years old, but he was all he was all lifelong steroid users, long life HGH users, Sustanol, Winstrol, you name it. You know what I'm saying? Look at Ronnie. Hell, look at Ronnie Coleman. Like, you see what it's done to his back? Yeah, he's still Jack for an old man, but goddamn, have you seen Ronnie Coleman lately? He's shrunk. But the man can barely walk. And he still gets his ass up and go to the gym every fucking day. It was just insane to me. You know, that man's going to die in the gym. God, you know, God bless him. You know what I'm saying? Um, what are you taking for your cold? Nothing, Nick. I'm one of those guys. I don't take shit. I let my body naturally fight it off. I'm hard-headed, man. So, I mean, I've been drinking my teas and stuff, but, uh, you know. He looks swole like, he looks swole. He looks crazy now that he, you know what I'm saying? And he's had, he's had, what, six back surgeries? I was watching his Netflix documentary like a couple of years ago. I mean, and, he's, and he, doesn't, he doesn't feel bad at all. Like, he's like, it was worth it because he, he was on the mountaintop for so long. Okay, Carrie, I see. Let me see. Carrie sent me a detransitioning video. Oh, yeah. Okay. We got one more video. Y'all can blame Carrie for this one. <laughs> All right. Let me pull this one up, and we're going to go over it, and then I'm going to get about it for real, for real. Okay. D another detransitioning video. This looks like it's going to be. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Are my Wiggins, are my Wiggins fans? Y'all sound crazy. Y'all look crazy. Y'all sound like groomers. Okay, so the caption: The following is a very vulnerable and personal account of my experience as a D-trans woman. The content in this series may be triggering to some. Please watch with care. Jalissa Vine. Okay, let's go. How do I love myself again? How do I feel connected to myself again? I took a morning, an entire life that should have been mine. That was my birthright. I don't know how this happened to me. And I'm just so angry. And I'm so sad. Like, I just don't know how this happened. Like a virus or something, it just like infected me and it happened so quickly. And it was like I was right there, like agreeing to every single thing. And I don't know how that happened. Then now I can sit here and like look back and be like, why did I do that? It doesn't make any sense. None of it makes any sense. If I just would have waited. If I just would have waited. <laughs> if I just would have waited and let myself heal. I can't have kids. I'll never lose my virginity, like, I feel like I'm left to just, like, accept the scraps of the life that I could have had. I had this full life that I'm now having to mourn, while also living in the present moment with the life that, like, 
feels just like the scraps of what could have been. I don't know how to be happy in that. You know, I don't know how to be okay with that. I hate when people are like, everything happens for a reason. Like, no, this didn't happen for a reason. You know, it's just a tragedy. Just call it what it is. I don't want to use the word indoctrinated, but I was young and I was sad and I was impressionable and I thought that this would fix everything. I don't know what to do with like any of it. I think I just feel a lot different also though from most D-trans girls because, or D-trans women, D-trans girls and women because I've had bottom surgery. Like every girl I know has it. You know, they still have this, this part of them. And I don't have that. Like, I don't have anything anymore. <laughs> it's just so sad. Like, it just sucks so bad. This is just something I'll have to live with. You know, there's like no fixing it. There's no making it better. I have to live like this for the rest of my life and figure out a way to be okay with it. It's so scary and terrifying because it's like, I, right now I don't see that. I don't see that path. Maybe it exists, but right now it just feels so hard to see. And I don't know the way forward right now. I've been doing like little things for myself. I think about myself this green bikini <laughs> and that's really nice. You know, it's been really nice to just wear. I don't wear it out, but just like wearing it in my bathroom in the mirror and dancing around to Beyonce and like... <laughs> Just trying my best to feel empowered and embodied. And it just feels so, like, foreign to my body. I just feel so detached from it. It's hard to look at it. It's hard to, like, accept that it's mine. Okay, I believe this is a girl detransitioning back from being a boy. So initially she was a girl, transitioned to a boy, going back to being a girl. So the, the voice tells me everything. Carrie, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is, she's, she's detransitioning back to a girl. Little things though, it's like, just trying to find joy, trying to feel okay. And it's just always there, you know, I'm always here. Anywhere I go, I'm, I'm there. So I know I'm on this like road to self-love and self-acceptance all while mourning this like, this life I should have had. This life that never got to see the light of day. I'm not making this video for like sympathy or anything. It's just, I'm wanting to express what's honestly going on in my reality right now as a D-trans woman, as a woman who thought she was trans and transitioned lived as trans for eight years, had top surgery, a full hysterectomy, bottom surgery. God damn, so she did the whole, she did everything. The double mastectomy, the hysterectomy, and if she said the bottom, then she had, she had the, uh, the vagina done, turning, and you know, so when they, they take a piece of the vagina and then they roll it up, and they stitch it together, and it's like this little flaccid, little fake penis, right? And then when they do the man, oh, my God, that's even worse. So basically when they do the man, you can find the surgeries on YouTube. It's basically an open wound. It's an open wound that can get infected. So they have that story of 
the trans man that had the whole full surgery. No one could tell, right? Because they can't secrete any lubrication. They always have to use lube. So that'd be your first clue is that she's always having to use lube. And then secondly, like if you're one of those crazy freak guys that I am, I'm like, I want to see pictures of it. Like show me like, you know, I, okay. If you ever dealt, I'm making a point. I'm teaching the class. Shut, shut, shut the hell up. Uh, if, so I'm one of those guys that be like, I'd be like, yo, show me a pussy. Right. <laughs> cause I'm just, I guess I want to see just because I'm whatever. So it, it would, it would not look right. It wouldn't, you couldn't, you can't fake. It's like an open wound that they have to take care of all the time. Like it can be infected. So it doesn't even look like a regular vagina. Um, so they take the, the penis, split it down the middle, like a banana split and then sew it and open it. And they create a, uh, create a pocket. It's like a pocket opening. Right. But mind you, there's no, there's no vaginal, vaginal cavity for it to, to connect anything. You know what I'm saying? So they connect the urethra to the anus and you got, you got that hole for, you know, excretion, but there's no vaginal cavity. So, um, as good as the surgery is, it, you just can't hide everything. You just, I would tell guys be a little bit more cognizant, uh, be a little bit, even have you had to be a little bit more, more forceful and be like, okay, look, you know, bitch, you better show me your pussy, right? Uh, let me, let me see your titties. And if you see scars underneath the, underneath the motherfuckers, Normally that's a man, okay, right? No, what I'm saying is when when men transition to women, the scars are always underneath, always. It's never at the nipple. It's always underneath. And the scars are, like, usually that, that wide. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's ways you can tell, but you're going to have to be an asshole about it. This is why, like I said, I keep hearing these niggas go to Brazil, and I'm like, Y'all do know the best surgeries come out of Brazil. Like the majority of Brazilian Cybertrons that run around in Brazil, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know? But let's continue her story and we're going to get about it here. Went all the way as far as one could go and then woke up and realized that I made the biggest fucking mistake of my life. I was so sure. You know, it's just crazy. It's all really hard right now. I'm like in the thick of it. You know, I think accepting that I am detransitioning was hard, but there was a reason why it took so long. And that reason was definitely to try and avoid the unavoidable, which is all of this pain, all of this mourning, all of this loss, all of this like wreckage that I feel like I now have to sit with and try to figure out how to make a life out of and bring in some kind of like reverence, some kind of like positivity, some kind of light. But it's so hard, you know? Because I just, I don't feel like that about any of it. I'm angry, I'm sad. I'm consistently questioning like why this happened to me? How did this happen to me? Anyway, we have some cool, exciting stuff starting in my life that is keeping me going right now. And while I'm processing all this like really deep, painful stuff, it's nice to have that. It's nice to have my green bikini. <laughs> you know, it's nice to have that. Uh, all right. Um, oh, let's see what else she got. I'm just curious. I'm not angry.
Let's see what else you got. Oh, these are from a few months ago. Okay, you know what? Let's, uh, my body was never the problem. Okay, this sounds, this might be interesting. Let's, let's hear this. Last one in the work. We're going to get out of here. So I have this obsession with my identity. I have this obsession with how people perceive me, how I look, how I dress, how I talk, how I act. I want to fit this like idea of who I should be or idea of who I want to be because being myself in this moment isn't enough. Being myself is painful. Being myself is scary. Being myself is hard. There's so much trauma and so many things that I have to unlearn and there's so much trauma stored in my body that I have to feel and let go of. There's genuine work to be done in regards to my healing that is very scary and very hard. It's so much easier to just try and become something else. I wanted to be a boy, so I did everything that boys do. But I have no idea what it's actually like to be a man. I only have this experience as a female emulating a male. I don't have, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it actually is to be a man. But I have an idea, and then that idea became my identity. I think that's where like the disconnect is for me currently. Like I'm currently moving through, because I was about to braid my hair and get laser hair removal, and I was supposed to do all these things to become, to feel like a girl. And it's like, oh, like I just am one. Like I don't have to do anything. I could stay exactly the way I am and still be a woman. There's nothing that I need to do. There's nobody that I need to prove it to. But just say I'm what I am. And I think in a lot of ways, I'm giving myself the love that I needed then, now. I needed to accept myself and my body for who and what I was. And there was never an issue with who and what I was. So detransition to me now is just really about radical self-acceptance. Accepting everything that I am right now without feeling the need to change or alter anything. There was never any need to change anything about my body. My body was never the issue. My thinking was the issue. My body was never the issue. My thinking was the issue. My identity should not have been so rooted in the way others are perceiving me, in the way others are responding to me. You know, it, it should have never been so deeply rooted in others. I'm moving through a lot of, of heavy things. I'm processing a lot of heavy emotions. I'm feeling and freeing a lot of like big stuff. This like groundwork that I'm doing for myself emotionally, mentally, it feels more rewarding than transitioning ever did because I actually feel like I'm getting to know who I am. And that's something that like taking testosterone or having a double mastectomy or having a hysterectomy or having phalloplasty never did for me. What I'm experiencing now is incredibly painful, but it's so beautiful, it's so intimate, it's so spiritual, it's life, it's real. I'm choosing to utilize transition and detransition as a way to walk back to myself. Is it an extra complex and like painful route? Yes. There were several easier ways in which this could have happened, which would have been taking out the transition and detransition part and just implementing the trauma awareness, the deeper self-love, the deeper self-acceptance. And as a kid, I didn't have those tools. You know, this is where I'm at now and I can't change it. So just trying to make space for all of the things that I'm feeling which is a lot. I am feeling a lot, which makes sense though. This is, this is stuff that's been repressed and suppressed for years. Stuff that I couldn't feel when I was a kid. This is stuff that I couldn't feel when I was a teenager. 
this is stuff that I couldn't feel when I was actively transitioning. I don't even want to call these specifically like transition and detransition issues. These were all issues that were present before I transitioned and a lot of them were made worse by transitioning. Transitioning just took me further from my truth, further from who I am, further from self-acceptance. It was like... Uh, listen, the, the detransition rabbit hole, like it's deep. Like Nick and Carrie will break it down. It's deep. Listen, there's tons of detransition videos. Um, it's crazy right now. This is crazy. You know what? I'm gonna do one more. Let me do one more. Just humor me. Just humor me. Let's play her video. Howdy, everybody. I present to you my detransition timeline video. For everybody who's new to my channel, I'm a female to male to female detransitioner, meaning that I was a trans man and then I changed my mind and I hopped the fence again back to a female. So, yes, the original OG pictures here. I think a really important aspect of this whole thing for me is that when I was a kid in these pictures that you're seeing, I never felt dysphoria. And when I'm watching other people in other people's videos on their transition, a lot of the times I'm seeing them mention how when they were a kid they felt like they were in the wrong body, you know, the parts aren't right for them, something's wrong. Epic photobomb here. And for me that never really was the case. I never really even had gender as a thought in my brain probably until much, much later in my life. And you know, I always felt fairly kind of confident in how I looked. I liked looking like a woman, like I liked doing the makeup thing. I just had other issues. And by those other issues, I mean that, especially when I was probably 13, 14, getting into the whole sexuality thing, I thought I was bisexual, and then I was like, okay, well, I don't like guys at all, so maybe I'm gay, and then I realized that I didn't like women either, and I'm like, well, if I don't like anybody, what the hell's wrong with me? And then that's when I had discovered what being asexual was. And long story short, I wasn't happy with that. <laughs> I was asexual. I was not comfortable with intimacy or romance, and actually a more appropriate definition would be asexual aromantic, because I didn't like the mushy-gushy stuff either. But I still wanted like a partner, I still wanted a relationship, and of course this, I was probably 17, 18 years old here, and I was very naive. I didn't know how to have a relationship that didn't involve sex, mostly because I didn't think anybody would want to be in that kind of a relationship. And so this whole time where I'm going through this phase of what the hell is wrong with me here, I didn't want to be asexual because I wanted just to have a normal relationship, right? And, ooh, I'm going to include a clip here of my pre-transition voice for you, so you can tell the difference here. Video, Mom. Wow. My last time with short hair. And the Dolores Wiggle crashed in the show here because she's adorable. But, yes, so this whole time I had been having issues with my sexuality. I didn't want to be asexual, I wanted to be normal. And so I wasn't happy with my, my general self-diagnosis of asexuality. I was thinking, well, there's got to be, what's wrong with me? There's got to be something else. And so for a period of time, I had been trying to figure out what was going on, you know, because I was very masculine already, I liked all the guy things, and that's when I decided maybe I'll just transition. It'll be easier if I'm a guy. So, transition photos. That's when I had decided to transition into becoming a guy. I thought this is going to fix all my problems, you know, if I don't want to be overly sexualized as a woman, I'll just pop the fence and just be a guy, you know? And I'm not going to lie, it kind of fixed some of the problems I was having. Although fixed is the wrong word. It didn't solve the problems, it just kind of shoved them to the side. Because living as a guy, yes, I was happier because I wasn't dealing with the issues that I was having with the whole asexuality thing as a guy because, well, one, I just wasn't dating. I didn't really know how to date as a trans man. 
So all those issues were kind of just gone because I wasn't having to deal with them. They weren't in my face every day. I mean, I didn't have to wake up in the morning and kind of deal with the same issues. I mean, I had a different set of issues, but they weren't the same issues that I was dealing with before. And so while I was transitioning, I will say that I was happier, but not because transitioning was the right decision for me. It's just because I wasn't dealing with the same problems. And so for probably about a year and a half, I'm taking testosterone. I was on testosterone from the first picture I showed you guys from the very beginning. And then I moved to a new city, far away from any and all family and friends, anybody I'd ever known, because I did not want to have to deal with transitioning and explaining it to people, my friends and my family. I didn't want to have to deal with it. So I got completely new coworkers, new friends, I moved away, and I kind of created a new life for myself as a completely different person. And, you know, if you are considering transitioning, just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons, too, because just because you're transitioning doesn't mean you're creating a different person. It's not an escape. You're supposed to be kind of embracing who you actually are. And if you are transitioning, if you are transgender, then all the power to you. Just make sure that you're actually transgender, because now that I've detransitioned, there are some issues that I still deal with now that... I definitely didn't have before, so just be careful. But yeah, so as time goes on, I'm kind of having more and more doubts that if I'm actually transgendered, probably in about a year and a half living as a guy now, and eventually I think, well, screw it, I'm gonna buy some makeup and see if I can actually pass as a woman, which you see here did not go well. <laughs> I did buy makeup, I did try to lock myself in the bathroom to make sure none of my roommates walked in on me with a full face of makeup because they did not know that I was trans at all. And then eventually I got a wig, and especially after I had bought, bought the wig, it had given me a, lot, a huge confidence boost. But towards the beginning, after I had transitioned, I'm thinking, well, maybe can I pass as a woman? Like, how do I look? Like, can I even pass as my own gender anymore? And it freaks me out at first because I didn't. I felt like a clown in makeup. But as time goes on, because I had detransitioned, I was off testosterone, I was giving it a lot of time, and my face had started to change more and more, the body fat redistribution you know, everything has started to change. And as things were changing, I had kind of gained a lot more confidence. You know, I went out and I bought more clothes, which you'll see here. I bought makeup. And I had kind of just spent a lot of time trying to reconnect with kind of my sex, my femininity, you know, trying to be a woman again, which I can't believe I'm saying. It was a process. It was definitely... Oh, it was, it was something. It was not something I thought that I would ever have to have to do. But, yeah, I mean, anyways, as time kind of goes on, you know, I start to look more and more different. And I don't know how I would have looked if I hadn't have ever gone on testosterone. Maybe I had looked a bit different. I sure know that my voice is a hell of a lot deeper than it was before. And that is one of my regrets going on testosterone is permanently altering my voice to be as deep as it is now. And it most certainly wasn't before. But, yes, going through this whole thing of living as a guy and then living back as a girl has definitely, I'd say it's taught me some things that I didn't know before. It's given me an entirely different perspective on a lot of things, which I do value. It's not that I regret transitioning at all. I regret the permanent changes, but I wouldn't say it's a negative at this point. I absolutely thought that it was a mistake. And it was, but not necessarily a horrible mistake. But yeah, so then, then I finally got the courage to cut my hair again and go out with short hair, which I will say that when I was detransitioning, at least for the first few months, I that was a major thing for me. I thought that, well, I'm going to go out short hair again, and then I'm going to get mistaken for a guy. And, you know, I don't want to get misgendered again in my own gender. Um, and yeah, eventually I got over that, you know, as time went on. And I'm still getting over that. I'm still, I still have issues and confidence issues when I go out with short hair. You know, if somebody stares at me for too long, I'm thinking, shit, I'm like, what do they think I'm a guy? Am I getting misgendered again? <laughs> and so sometimes I still do wear the wig here, and it helps me. But you know, 
and we're gonna roll into some screenshots of Delora as while I uh, go into the the exposition here. Okay, wow. Um, shit, y'all, listen. I wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, your boy wasn't ready. Um, Nick and Carrie, I I leave I leave it up to you guys to to bring it on home because uh, yikes! Oh my gosh! Once again, Armand Wiggins wants. 15 year olds the, the ability to, to do a healthy transition at the age of 15 because it makes more sense for them to do it at 15 than at the 25 where they had to break down years of testosterone lord have mercy love and light and prayers to those to those that are going through the detransitioning process my god um you cannot play with the human body like that it's created the way it's created for a reason. And you get to altering things. You want to play God? All right. You know, but God damn. God damn. Yeah, yeah. Total. 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 And it's getting to a point where, you, yeah, you're going to have to ask for baby pictures, maybe a fucking chromosome slide or some shit. Maybe some DNA samples and run your own DNA test. You know, I mean, like, you know, may you may need to see baby pictures. Yeah, yeah, that too. Jeez, man. Okay, I'm I'm gonna get out of here. I've I've talked long enough. Thank y'all for hanging out. Okay, yeah, y'all. I'm out. Welcome to the Morning Star Show with Super Sly Seventy Five. You are listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com and now back to your host super sly 75 yo um like i said i'm uh i'm gonna pull it down i'm gonna re-upload it and this will go definitely on patreon not via youtube because i ain't taking no chances with this i think it's too important and plus i don't know if our mind people gonna come looking for me so (laughs) i will give me 20 30 minutes and it'll be on patreon for those of patreon members and supporters and I, I thank you guys there so give me about 20 30 minutes and it'll be up there y'all have a good one peace